Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Anyone who cannot be angry at evil lacks the enthusiasm for what is good. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers walk out truth in the context of their culture and of the local church. We're doing a series on portraits of Jesus, pictures of Jesus from the Gospel of Mark. So I'm going to go to Mark, the third chapter. I'm going to read you five verses of Scripture. I could spend a lot of time on this, and uh, this should at least make you curious to want to dig into the Scriptures. And he entered again into the synagogue, and a man was there whose hand was withered. They were watching him to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, get up and come forward. And he said to them, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath to save a life or kill? But they kept silent. And after looking at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored. And the Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians against him as to how they might destroy him. I want you to notice verse 5. It says that Jesus was angry. The Greek word for angry here is angry. Jesus was angry. There are three New Testament words that denote anger or translate anger. One of them means like an outburst, an emotional outburst of anger. The other one is where Jesus or the word of God tells us, don't let the sun go down on your wrath or go down on your anger. And that's kind of like an exasperation. This word is a different word and it means anger. It means a thoughtful, prejudicial, if you could use that word, a, an intellectual anger, uh, a thoughtful, almost premeditated, one that considers everything. And Jesus was really angry. In a moment, I want to talk to you about what Jesus was angry about. But I think we have to understand that anybody that cannot be angry at evil lacks the enthusiasm or the appreciation for what is good. You know, even as a parent, anger is a paternal protection ingredient that causes us to resist evil forces, and that should certainly be present in ministry. The opposite of anger is not love. The opposite of anger is indifference, just not caring, okay? So let's think for a minute and look at this text and see what Jesus was angry about. One of the interesting things on this is usually Jesus did not engage the Pharisees. They engaged him first. But this time, the Bible says, after looking around, after studying the crowd, he knew what was in their hearts. Then he said to them, because he knew what was in their hearts, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, okay? So he called them out. Jesus here frames the heart question because they were just 
sitting there conspiring against him, but he frames the heart question on what they should be thinking. Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? Good question. And then he says to save or to kill. That's a really good question because it comes back later in the chapter. But in verse 6, it says that they went out to conspire on how they might destroy them. I believe Jesus was being prophetic here. He wasn't like asking a generic question about is it lawful to save or destroy, save or kill. His question penetrated their hearts because he knew what they were up to. He knew what they were conspiring to do, talk about. So we don't have a license just to be angry, but God has given us an emotional container to use anger as a tool for righteousness, the right kind of anger. So what was Jesus angry about? Let's look at the text. I think number one, he was angry that they were misrepresenting God, that they were the spiritual leaders and they were making a presentation by their actions, by their accusations, because that's what they came to do. They came to accuse him. And this was the picture that they were painting. That's one of the reasons that Jesus came. He came to show what the Father was like. And we have a mission as believers and as, a, and as the church to represent God back to this world so people know what God is like. There are a lot of people that cannot digest the gospel because it's been misrepresented to them by the church and often by just a lack of care and a lack of passion about that which is evil. And you really can't quantify what is good unless you can quantify what is evil. And God is the quantifier. He is the author of those things. So number one, their misrepresentation of God. Number two, their misrepresentation of the law. He said, is it lawful? They knew all kind of scriptures and verses and, and mostly commentaries that went along with them that were inaccurate, but they missed the point of the law that was written to protect men's lives. God gave us laws so that we would not destroy ourselves or hurt other people. They were, they were misrepresenting the law completely in what they were doing. Very, very sad commentary. And then it says they were in the synagogue. They were misrepresenting the purpose of the synagogue of people coming together to find a safe place, to be separate than the Roman culture. And here they were, they had the same Roman spirit, the same Roman vengeance, okay? Jesus was angry about these things. Now, when you read verse 5, there's a word that follows anger that really is the great commentary. It says, and looking at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. How do you know when you have righteous anger and it's not just fleshly irritation? Because there's a grieving that goes with it. You're grieved about the effects it has on other people. You're not just offended in your flesh. There are things in our culture that obviously would irritate any reasonable and righteous person's flesh. But God wants to take it to another degree where we're grieved, we feel bad. Jesus felt bad. He was grieved. He was sorrowful 
for the hardness of the heart that they had gotten to this place. And, you know, even when you're going to confront people, and sometimes in ministry you have to confront people, you have to lead with truth. You have to be grieved for the condition of their heart and mind. I feel sorry for you that you've rejected the scriptures or that you won't forgive or that your heart is hard or that you're so un, you're so judgmental or you don't know how to submit your heart to leadership. You know, there's got to be a grieving when you are going to bring truth and apply it to those things. Now, obviously, Jesus was without sin and he was completely pure. But that doesn't mean that we can't be angry so long as I believe that the check in there, the filter in there, is that there is justly, there is genuinely a grieving process that is going on inside us. We're not just angry for the effect and how it stirs our hearts and even how it stirs the heart of God, but I think that's a critical point, but how it affects people. He was grieved for the hardness of their heart and then he demonstrated truth. He said to the man, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Jesus initiated He downloaded God's visible compassion in the midst of this very hostile situation. And it's a very sad commentary. But Jesus was angry and he was grieved and he initiated a conversation to call out that anger and to call out that grief. And he did what God called him to do even in a hostile environment. That's a great picture of Jesus, I think, that's often not painted by too many people. The people that want to create Jesus as the God version of Tiny Tim tiptoeing through the tulips. And if you're too young to know what that is, I guess you'll have to Google it. But it's a graphic picture in my mind for my day and my age. Anger is an enthusiasm against evil and an enthusiasm for what is good. When we manifest anger, God's anger, righteous anger, we are enthusiastically agreeing with God and we are standing for what is good. Jesus was angry and he was grieved and then he healed the man with the withered hand. Great picture of Jesus, a true picture of Jesus. That's why Mark paints this picture for us, so we could see who Jesus really is. Not was, is. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. I pray this stirs you up to examine the real Jesus in the real Bible and follow him in a real way. Righteous anger has a grieving with it, not just an offense in your flesh. We don't have a license to be angry, but God has given us an emotional container to use the right kind of anger as a tool for righteousness. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, 
Find us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at NRPastors. See you next week.